love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday. It's August 8th. It's 2018, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're doing good. Uh, there's Drew to my right. I've got content anxiety from all the new stuff on Netflix. I feel you. Too much stuff. Right over there is Tanner the Millennial. I think today's date is super cool. 8818. That's kind of wow. cool, right? Yeah, 38. Yeah. It is kind of cool. Uh, and uh, there's Bethany, the mouth from the south. I think I need new deodorant because uh, yeah. I'm a little sweaty. Mm. And the man who doesn't wear deodorant because his pits smell like roses, our host, The Fit. This is my favorite, favorite day of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Hump day is, and I'm going to provide you with a special pre-show warm-up jam right now. Remember this? My buddy James Otto, remember this? Mm-hmm. By the way, send us a message right now. What should we talk about today? What do you want to talk about? Let us know. You don't have to go now, honey. Call them, tell them you won't be in today. Baby, there ain't nothing at the office so important that can't wait. I'm thankful for the weekend, but two days in heaven just ain't gonna do. is gonna take forever darling girl I just got started loving you I love James Otto alright uh, we're gonna get busy today now that we're kinda warmed up uh, so yeah what do you guys wanna talk about today well Bethany wants to talk about deodorant I do I need <laughs> maybe we should do a, a segment on female antiperspirant and well, what other ladies you know recommend for you over well there. I used to have a, a really good one that cost about 30 bucks from the dermatologist's office yeah. oh. but it lasted me for like three years you know seriously girls can Serious. wear guys deodorant it? too yeah they can mm-hmm. oh do you remember the strong guys, enough for a man but made for a woman pH balance for strong yes. enough for a man pH balance for a woman that's, that's secret those were great commercials back in the day I have absolutely worn secret before women's uh, deodorant when I had to at times like just grab some secret and go I yeah. have I so have. was it was it strong enough for a man oh absolutely <laughs> really oh yeah yeah took care but something I've been with a long time I just love uh, my, my degree it's the orange degree deodorant nice it's, it's in the orange one I don't know what it is about it but uh, you know it's been good to me well, Ever I, since I was a lowercase G. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, that's what I was saying. I had that deodorant for like three years, yeah. and then I ran out just the other day, so I had to go and buy one of those little yeah. travel sizes because I I just don't want – nothing else compares, you know? I mean – You know what's – You've seen the heights. Yes, and it, it's the kind of deodorant – that, you know, whenever, like, the next day, if you don't have time to, like, you know, take a shower in the morning or whatever, I could still go without it having any on, and yeah. it was I was still protected. Like, you know what's crazy? When I've tried to use the, you know, the stuff that's good for you and good for the environment, you know, the natural deodorant. That's why you smell the worst. That, no, that's what gives me the huge red rings. Really? Yeah, he Those, has an allergic reaction. The aluminum stuff is, like, great for me. It's, it's the natural stuff that's good for you is what... 
gives my body a crazy reaction. <laughs> okay, so you hate nature. No, that's not it. Your anyway. pits do. So more of that on the show today. Uh, yeah, we get a lot lined up today, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. This is The Fit Show. It happens live. And now... Here's my daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Standing by with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of the restaurant pizza delivery industry. This is titled Pizza Pizza. The most popular times to order pizza are 7 p.m. and 2 a.m. I repeat, the most popular times to order pizza are 7 p.m. and 2 a.m. That makes sense. Dinner and drunken nights out. That's I, it. I feel like it always strikes me at about 11 p.m. That's my magic hour. Well, here's what's interesting. That was also true in different countries all across the entire world. Wow, 7 really? p.m. and 2 a.m. pizza time. Interesting. I what can eat trip. pizza any time of the day. I can have it for breakfast, lunch, yeah. and dinner. Oh, those hips don't lie. We we, we know. Uh, give me some stuffed crust, <laughs> and I am in heaven. Stuffed crust. It's a, you know what's the best pizza for me is the uh, the thin crust. I love thin crust pizza. Thin and crunchy or thin and floppy? Thin and crunchy. Oh, really? No. I love it. It's all okay. about the Brooklyn style thin and floppy. You know floppy. what? I don't discriminate. I like them all. All oh. of them. I like Are you okay pizza. with what some people you know would complain about on pizza? Are you okay with pineapples and and like the fruit and uh, other things that people would complain about? I spent my life complaining about that, and then one day you I turned it. on a dime, yeah. and yeah. now I like I like Hawaiian pizza. You know, wow. there's so strawberry pizza. Gross. That's I've gross. had it. Yeah, it's, it's like, not no, bad. It's like dessert pizza. Yeah. It's like they have like a cinnamon roll pizza, and it's I amazing. To, I worked I, at a pizza shop once, and we used to make like cinnamon roll pizzas all the time. I don't consider that pizza. That's just a dessert. Shouldn't we encourage people though to constantly innovate? You know, expand their palate and try new tastes. Yeah, always. All try right. that strawberry pizza, folks. Do it. Forget about the calories. Get the low calorie. No, treat yourself. Let's go to page two. <laughs> Why are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of the pet community. Why can't we be friends? Truth is, we can. Cats and dogs can coexist in one house. I repeat, cats and dogs can coexist in one house. It's been proven as long as the cat feels like it's the one in charge. If it does, there will be peace. If it doesn't, you you know what's about to break loose. That is straight up legit. Uh, my cat Chester, my mom had a little dog named Roscoe, a little Pomeranian. Ro- Roscoe? Yeah, Roscoe yeah. the dog. And my cat was bigger than the dog, yeah. so he asserted his dominance. So he was the lived, alpha. Yeah, they lived in harmony. That's really interesting. You know something that really... Cats tri- are like, I'm the godfather. The other day, I was, <laughs> I was around these people, and uh, they were with their dog, and the dog was acting up. And I, the guy right in front of me picks up his dog, lays it on the ground, and holds it down. To establish dominance. To, to let him know, oh, okay. I am the one in charge. And I sat yeah. there and watched him for about 30 seconds while the dog was trying to get away. He held him down. He wasn't mean, but I mean, he it, just let the dog know. It was just a cool kind of pinned him. Yeah, yeah, he just put, turned him on his side was and a really then cool, held him down until he calmed down. It was a really cool discipline tactic, I thought. I was like, wow, that's cool. I, that, that's a good way to establish dominance. My wife does that on me quite often. <laughs> well, sometimes it has to be done. Yeah, and there you go. <laughs> The second I walk in the house. Yeah, she down. Heal, heal. You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The legendary Fitz 
happens live. live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Oh, he's amazing. When I get to work, he's my favorite to listen to. The world famous Fit Happens live. Welcome back to the show, and check out our website, by the way. It's followfits.com, followfits, F-I-T-Z, followfits.com. You can check out the P-A-B. That's the podcast after the broadcast, available for you every single day, exclusively from followfits.com. <laughs> um, I was thinking last night, I was thinking it'd be cool to kind of throw out some, some information to all the ladies who check out this show on a daily basis. I mean, I thought it'd be really cool to throw out some some flirting techniques that that they could do to no matter what, snag the guy. You want to get that man, ladies? The boy Fitz here about to tell you how to do it. <laughs> this ought to be good. I'm like the uh, that uh, Hitch guy. Remember Will Smith movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Very funny. So, ladies, let me tell you what you need to do. For, like if, if somebody brushes by you, stop him in his tracks and say, wow, you smell great. Cologne what? is a... I'm telling you what to do if you want to get the man in your life, ladies. I'm telling you... You tell me if a girl walked up to you and said, wow, you smell great. It's going to stop you. My response would be, well, really? Well, you better... I was about to say, you better actually smell good. Yeah. Because if you're not wearing anything, then it kind of... I like get... your musk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that if some dirty lady walked up to me and but said, I love your musk. I would like to add to the guys out there, if you don't wear cologne, yeah. like even just a little spritz is nice mm-hmm. because, it, I mean, cologne can make it for a woman. I mean, yeah. there's something about a man that smells good. That's all I'm going to say. Other things you could do to snag that man. Sit next to some dude and say, hey, have you ever, ever had a complete stranger talk to you? Uh, that is, yeah. uh, you could. Uh, I'm giving you. I'm giving you the gold here. That's disarming to guys because guys are used to being in that pursuer yeah. position, and we have to break that ice, and we have to come up with the first. Yeah, thing Yeah, there's to nothing say like and, a woman approaching you. Yeah, so you'll really put the guy on his heels, and you, you'll actually be in charge of the conversation. Yeah, imagine if a man said that to a woman, how yeah. creepy that would be. Right. What? Like, hey, you, you ever have a stranger, stranger talk to you, Mace? <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't imagine. I'd be like, yes, every day or something, and then, yeah, make some. Ladies, I'm trying to tell you how to score the the man of your dreams here. What about this? Uh, While standing in line, inquire if he thinks it's worth the wait. Uh Uh-huh. I'm giving you guys some brilliant conversations. Like, lady, I'm in the express line over here. (laughs) Show him your sexy midsection and ask... (laughs) What? Now we're talking... Well, skin will always get the guys. I'm telling you how to snag the man. Show him your sexy midsection and ask if you should get your belly button pierced. You probably. I thought about this last night. Number one, you pro- should probably wait if you have a sexy midsection. Yeah. Wait, Fitz, you <laughs> like, thought about getting get- your belly button pierced? I'm telling you, Bethany, before we got married underneath Jesus, if you walked up to me and if you said, hey, should I get my belly button pierced? I mean, that would have been cool. Yeah, but what if I would have had a gut? Well, I mean, you and know what? I only you, look hey, for personality. Hey, that would think I should get my belly button here. Yeah. As a cold question, just to a stranger, that would actually be weird. If a girl came yeah. up to me that I'd never met before, never spoken to, and said, "Should I get my belly button pierced?" I'd be like, "Get away, freak!" That's a weird thing to say to okay, a stranger. Okay, well, can I throw out one more? Okay. I'm just trying more. to help okay. all the ladies. I know. Okay. Like, what about this? If you're at a packed bar, ladies, walk up to a man that, that you've been kind of eyeing, stick like a five or ten dollar bill in his pocket and say, hey, would you mind ordering me a drink? 
I like that. That's very and you know, huh? if you want to give me money, sure, yeah, I can. <laughs> I can do it. Or and the man can take the cash and just run out. If he bolts, he's not the one. <laughs> this is Fitz Happens Live. Live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. This is pretty unbelievable, but uh, just days ago, the world's oldest man has turned 113 years old in Japan. Wow. Wow. 113 years old. He says he wakes up uh, drinking, goes to bed drinking. You um, did? Yeah. No, I'm teasing. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't understand what it is, but sometimes it seems like the people who drink a lot and who smoke yeah. a lot, they live the longest. Right? Yeah, I think there's a woman Those who's 114, isn't it? And she said, glass of whiskey. Yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. about willpower, isn't it? It's all about genetics. Well, I don't know if it's all about genetics or is it really about how you live? Like, if you live daily and you look forward to life and if you're happy and if you're throwing down some wine or whatever and if you're happy throughout your day and you look forward to the next day maybe being like that you're going to find yourself kind of looking forward and extending your longevity yeah, I, I believe, believe that I happiness believe that. can go a long way I mean there's a lot of people who love you know looking forward to that next drink yeah. and sitting out in the sun or something and if you're stressed out you're going to croak out wait a second he's on right now I'm getting word that oh my god the world's oldest man who's 113 years old live from Japan is with me right now Hello, good day. Excuse me. He's lost his Japanese accent, I see. Yeah, what, what are you planning on doing for, for your big day at 113? Oh. Oh. Still complain about those kids. Fixate on those kids. All right, Drew, choose your news. Well, NASA is plotting a return to the moon in this day decade. Uh, what's different this time is it's going to be a joint collaboration between NASA and the private sector. You know, we've got SpaceX and Blue Horizons and all these other companies now launching payloads. Uh, but the other big difference is they're planning on setting up a permanent moon station where astronauts and other personnel will work on scientific experiments and basically expand our understanding of space. That's happening. It's coming wow. Can you imagine how different this, this mission is going to be? I mean, it's going to involve social media, oh, you yeah. know, cameras everywhere, sponsorships. They're probably going to get want to get some sort of like a celebrity to go up there on this mission as well. I mean, it's going to be an event. My vote is Big for time. Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Tom Hanks has got to yeah. go up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if something happens, he could lead it back down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. This is pretty crazy. Uh, Radio Shack was filed for bankruptcy in 2017, and they're already planning to make a comeback. Radio Shack is back. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, they're going to open about 100 express stores, so it's going to be a mini store within other stores across the nation. Uh, like wow. a kiosk. Yeah, like a kiosk. Mm. Interesting. Oh, I shall call it Mini Shack. <laughs> When I was a kid, I loved Radio Shack. They had such cool stuff. And then Walkie as, it talkies. Was, as it went on, they just kind of turned into, they sold RC cars and cell phones hmm. yeah. at the end. It wasn't really Radio and Shack. Wires. And then you're like, what do you sell? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you sell now? Like, yeah. I'm not even sure. There's just some, yeah, wires over there. I don't, yeah. I don't even know. Well, you know what? Let's give them a little pat on the back for trying to make a comeback. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going for it. Retail's Let's a tough world. They, Let's see if they can stick around. <laughs> And there you go. That's Choose Your News. <laughs> it's the Fit Show. Come on, let's go. This is going to be epic. Come on. Let's hear it. Now back to the Fit Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fits happens. Live. Live. Live.
Online. Check out everything going on at followfits.com. Followfits.com. You can follow uh, everybody on social media. Also, check out the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, which is located on the website. What can people find uh, when, when they click on PAB, right? What happens? Well, when they click, they got to go on followfits.com and right on our homepage is the PAB, and they really just play the play button. They click the play button. And it's, it's kind of cool, too. You know, it's a condensed version of the show. And you can you know just really listen your time and, and your way. I, I'm going to throw this out right now. It could require a little bit of thinking, and it could require you going back to some of your er- earliest childhood memories. But whenever you guys used to have breakfast, did you ever kind of like turn into a little mad scientist at the table and sort of create your own little genius cereal concoction? No. Has that ever- what? No. Yeah. I still do this. I'm one of those. I'm one of those like. Serial killer people about like serial killer, yeah, <laughs> with a C. Yeah, what what I'm trying to say is like I don't like any. I mean, I'm not one of those crazy people that if you have a plate, yeah. like my rice can't touch my pot roast. But I don't like you know mixing mm-hmm. all kinds of cereals or you know just like your oldest son always used to go to McDonald's and mix all the sodas, all of them. Yeah, mix them in all in one up. drink, mm-hmm. and that was like fun for him. And it was like mm, taste mm. Mm, so good. Yeah, but no. it's something. If you do it right with cereal, there's an art to it. Like uh, I remember, I used to mix apple jacks. Rice Krispies were great, and then uh, apple jacks with cinnamon toast crunch oh. were so great together. I could see Rice Krispies going into just about anything. They yeah, don't really have their own a big flavor yeah. of their own. Do you guys pour the cereal or the milk first? Cereal, cereal, cereal. always, always. Okay, that was all over the internet a few weeks ago or a month ago. People were saying like, if you were if you put the milk in the bowl first. We can't be friends. I can't know you. Like, what kind of a psycho puts the milk yeah. in the bowl first? Can, can I throw out my It's cereal? like, are you really not going to be my friend anymore yeah. based off the way I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I fix Maybe. my cereal in the morning? I know. That's questionable it's behavior. very telling. Yeah. Can I throw out my cereal concoction that yeah. I used to do as a kid? Oh, let's hear it. Uh, it was Captain Crunch, just Ooh. like the little, uh, not with the berries, just the, the Captain Crunch mm-hmm. and Fruity Pebbles together. Oh, now see, I could see that. Uh, it was so like You know it. the problem, I, and I love Cap'n Crunch, but I always found that it would like destroy the roof of my mouth. Yes, yes. it makes my mouth hurt. Does, oh my gosh. Yes. I used to like the peanut butter Cap'n yeah. Crunch. That like, was the good I've one. I've actually looked on the side of the box to see if there's something yeah. in there that makes Sawdust. your mouth. Well, you know how if you eat like a pineapple or banana, yep. you know, it has an enzyme in that yeah. fruit that actually starts breaking down, you know, the flesh inside your mouth. Oh, the, what? Truth. It's the truth. I read about it. And so I, whenever oh, I get heavens. that sore feeling after eating Captain Crunch, because Crunch Berries are the best, but they make my mouth hurt. What about this? Do you drink the milk at the bottom of the bowl or do you pour it in the sink? I pour oh, in the sink because I'm lactose intolerant. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I'm a porter. Why do you put milk in the first place? I mean, it's all about the cereal, the, the milk at the end. That's the best I taste to, ever. But, mm. I also like to have mine like ridiculously soggy. I like to let it sit that's, there for about oh, 20 that's minutes. That's weird to me. That's gross. Oh, it's so it's good, good when it's, it's like soggy. A cereal no, soup. It has yeah, a yeah. Crunch. No, that's when you walk away. It's all yes. liquefied. That's when you've everything. gone too far. Yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions on, I don't know, maybe some cool ideas that, uh, believe it or not, there's a lot of adults who do this, and it's not a big yeah. deal, and, and we shouldn't make fun of people who like we to mix their cereals. Make them feel like outcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, you guys. Happy Hump Day. Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew, standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Well, here's a reality that pretty much all of us face, and that is summer 
is kind of like diet season, right? I mean, people are really obsessed mm -hmm. with their diet. They're obsessed. Yeah. You want to look good at the beach. You want to look good on vacation. You want to have energy to do stuff. So, <laughs> summer loving had me a blast. Exactly. exactly. Summer loving happened so fast. I, I met, met a girl. girl. Go, Tanner. Crazy for me. I met a boy, cute as can be. Da, da, da. Go ahead, Drew. That's all I wanted to do. Go that ahead. That was good. That was really good. And people don't want to be sweaty, too. Yeah. Well, what if I told you there was a diet that could not only help you in those departments, but might also help you think a little better and have better memory and better cognition? Is it involve eating all sorts of fish? It does, doesn't Actually, it? Actually, no. So the oh. diet in question here is the Mediterranean diet. Oh, a new I study. I want to live there. A new study just came in. Uh, some Australian researchers really were looking do. at the effects of all these various diets, and they, you know, they put people in a bunch of uh, study programs. What they found is the Mediterranean diet helped with cognition, mm -hmm. memory, and brain function, as well as people lost weight. Now, what olive is the Mediterranean oil, diet? Olive oil. Mm. Yes. yes. It's, it's basically heavy in fruits and vegetables, and it replaces a lot of the fats with olive oil. Uh, you can still eat uh, cheese and uh, fish mm. and chicken and some of these other lean proteins. They stay away from red you know what? and yeah. sweets. I have always had a feeling, like, for some reason, the Mediterranean has been, like, trying to reach out to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's pulling me there. I, I agree with that. I really want to go to the Mediterranean. To I also want to. I want to go to Santorini, Greece. Yes, mm -hmm. that's one place I want to go. I want to swim in the river where uh, you know Jesus was swimming and stuff. Mm -hmm. You should go. Go on a vacation. No, I, I mean I'm, I'm I'm about to quit everything and I'm about to go live there. Well, Plus, this is I news. want to. Plus, huh? yeah, this is news. It's yeah. News. Well, this is the first your wife's hearing of this. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> you might want to visit first before moving there. You know, right. Just to see if Maybe. it's for I'm you. just saying, isn't it so appealing over there? Oh, yeah. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. I think they've got, like, ideal weather. Yeah, but I, I think in my head I've developed this weird idea, like, I'm just going to get out in the morning, walk on the deck, and then dive into the Mediterranean. Like, that's that's all I'm going to do throughout the day. Yeah. Well, it's probably you, not realistic. No. I mean, that's a waterfront property. Yeah, might, <laughs> might, might want to check prices yeah. out yeah, little, before you move. A little pricey. All right. Go ahead, Drew. Well, he, since we're doing studies, let's talk about one more study. Uh, recently, scientists looked at who experiences pain more, men or women, and how do we experience it? This experiment's kind of creepy. The way they did it was they put a little inflatable balloon into subjects' throats and inflated it just a little bit to cause a little bit of discomfort. Oh, that is and the pain. worst thing I've heard in my life. Well, how do you how do you give people pain in the same way? Right, you have to administer pain to them equally. Mm, I would freak out. We can pretty much guess who was this. The what, they, that... what they found was before the experiment started, men spent their time trying to figure out how to avoid the pain, whereas women spent their time preparing themselves to experience it. During the experiment with the balloon inflated, women actually experienced the pain more, whereas the men were sort of basically vacating. They were leaving, trying to figure out how to escape from the painful moment. So the, the end All of the right. story Enough is that women experience pain more directly than men. Yeah, but I think we handle it balloon. Expanding in somebody's throat. I'm just Come saying. On. Yeah, we women are more present children. for the pain. Exactly. Right. And there you go. That's the Wednesday reality check. It happens live. live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the fist files. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Let's introduce everybody. There's Drew right over there. 
Hey, man. How you doing? All right. I wish everyone could hear the free freestyle rap you did off Michael a while ago. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. It was really good. Mm -hmm. I'm impressed. Yeah. You want to break? It's Wednesday. What you got? Everybody rolled. I shouldn't have said it's anything. <laughs> it's Wednesday. It's hump day, not too far from payday. It's okay, do your thing, not too far from spring. Hey, it's Wednesday, here to say, Wednesday, here's to break the bell. Break the bell, I can smell what's cooking. Good looking. <laughs> what just happened? I got a brain aneurysm. Oh <laughs> break the bell. <laughs> break the bell, gonna smell like. You need uh, more rhyming exercises. I was thinking about Taco Bell before the break, sorry. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Those gorditas. That could have been the most bizarre thing nacho I've ever fries. ever experienced in my uh, life. Yeah, those nacho fries. Nacho fries. I don't think they're on anymore. Are they? The yes, nacho they fries? are. Oh they my are god. There. Oh good heavens. Are like, they back for good now? Because I, I haven't been there yet. I don't think so. I keep telling myself to get them, but just for the rest of the summer. Why put them back for good? Because that's what makes people clamor. Because they the sell. Nacho. That's exactly what I had for like breakfast and lunch. Those same exact cheese fries. That, that's what we had in our cafeteria. He hasn't even tried them. Really? So you should try him. Uh, he just looks at him and says, "Pretty high in calories, you know." Could have a lawsuit on your hands, or Bowie High School could have a lawsuit on their hands. Nobody's gonna sue the school where I grew up. Because no, no, I'm saying the sue the school could sue Taco Bell. Oh yeah, you're saying my hometown could go after. Yeah, that. they there's stole some, their fries. There's some lunch lady that came up with yeah, that. Yeah, lunch lady Doris and, is ticked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you stole my recipe. You know what? It's funny with my kids. My kids always like hate. Going to the cafeteria. When I was a kid, growing up, like I said, in Bowie, Texas, but junior high and high school, we had off-campus lunch in high school, but I used to love to go to the cafeteria because I honestly looked forward to the food in my cafeteria. Wow. I when, did. When, when I was in school, it was amazing in elementary school, but my school district had major budget cuts going into junior high, and the food just got awful. It became prison awful. grade. Be, Every guy I knew, like practically shoved each other over. I mean, they were like tackling each other to get to the cafeteria early enough so they could hey eat. Hey, man, Western burgers. Yeah, and they were also, <laughs> yes. they would also like, uh, like bribe other kids to give them their tater tots or, I mean, whatever else. Hey, you so gonna eat good. those? You gonna eat those? And they would be on their third helping. It was so good. And also, we should all think about our sweet little lunch lady cafeteria ladies right yeah, now. Who that's true. Probably don't get enough credit. They work every day. They get up really, really early in the morning, and they yeah. work throughout the day. So shout out to our of our, our, our cafeteria Jessie. ladies, Miss Jessie. She was. What's mean. up, Denise, baby? I love you, baby. I never got to eat school like hot lunch. My mom always made me a lunch, and I appreciate that now. You were that kid. I appreciate that now, but I was You're always lame. jealous because Burger Day would come, or Pizza Day would come, or Hot Dog Day, and I was like, man, that's what I want to be eating instead of this stupid sandwich. But my <laughs> mom put her heart and soul into it. And all I got is my bologna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so shout out to all the um, uh, unbelievable lunch ladies out there. Welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz Happens Live. This Fitch Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. For Wednesday, August 8th, 2018, and I have so much to get to today. I mean, for example, little Sean Mendez. All the teenage girls just love him. He's 20 years old today. Oh, I've been shaking. I love it when you go crazy. You take all my inhibitions. Baby, there's nothing holding me back. I love Shawn Mendes. I mean, his songs. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. I love Shawn Mendes more than his songs. 
So anyway, yeah. J.C. Chazé, remember him from NSYNC? And then he kind of did his own thing for a little while, but then he realized I'm not Justin Timberlake. He's 42 years old today. Would I be too forward if I told you how I feel? It's sad. That's just the way I do my thing. That? He's super talented, and yeah. like you know, like almost out of every group, there's always like one that one goes off and it. makes it. Yeah. yeah, but the rest don't. And it was really sad because be- between the five guys of NSYNC, there were two that were very talented yeah. and like super. Who was they, the other they, one? That was Jay-Z Lance Bass. Chazet. Lance Bass. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can cry himself to sleep on a pillow stuffed with money because I'm sure he's doing fine. Yeah, that's yeah, they're true. doing all right. That's true. Drew Lachey today is 42 years old. Oh my good God! Another Remember him one. from 98 Degrees, Wait, Dancing with the Stars. I thought his name was Nick Lachey. No, Drew. No, his brother his Drew. Brother. It's they a, were both on 98 Degrees. Today's like the day of the that. boy bands. You yes. didn't know that <laughs> there were two two Lacheys on 98 yes. Degrees. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I didn't Drew know that. And Nick. <laughs> I did not know. And he has your name. Yeah. All right, check it out. Scott Stapp, one of my favorite people because he is the lead singer of one of the greatest bands of all time, Creed. Oh. Oh. You, you are their number one fan. With it's you, it's fr- always like Creed, Nickelback. It's Rocky. <laughs> Creed, Rocky. Uh, what's his Top other Gun. In Top, Top Gun, Gun, of course. Creed, Rocky, Top Gun. Yeah. And now Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. Sons. Yeah. Anyway, folks, he is uh, 45 years old. What a jam. This is still awesome. I hate this. I hate it. (laughs) It's a place where blind men see, Tanner. (laughs) The Edge from U2 is 57 years old today. That's cool. Um, So many more birthdays to get to. Country singer Mark Wills is 45. And I will never forget... When I, uh, I was in Houston years ago, baby DJ, and he was so rude to me. And For we, real? What did you Yeah, do? yeah. We kind of had some words. Oh, what? I've talked about it before on the air. Yeah, we were, I was trying to get what they call a liner, and I was trying to get him to say, hey, this is Mark Wills, and I'm listening to Fitz, and da 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 And he just thought that it wasn't a good time as he was, you know, in the back room of a Walmart before he did his meet and greet. He felt that that was really inappropriate to ask him, and I just couldn't believe it. Do you think that that interaction negatively affected his career? Sure I do. Mm-hmm. Right there in the Walmart that day. Because Fitz too. probably went on air and talked a bunch of crap about him. <laughs> no, I, no, not at all. But if he did it to you, he was probably yeah, doing it to people all around. Every, every time he was at oh, a yeah. thing. Alright, we're going to wrap it up with this. Uh, it was this day in 1995 that John Michael Montgomery's album I Could Love You Like That was certified gold. Remember this? I could love you like that. I would make you my world. Move heaven and earth. If you were my squirrel, I would <laughs> give you my heart. Be all that you And that's why today doesn't suck. You're everything that's precious to me. It's the Fit Show. And now. Now. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. A couple stories, if you don't mind, today. I'm going to take you across the pond. I'm going to take you across the pond. Well, all right. Take like a vacation. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to begin with a story out of Scotland. Things that make you go, hmm. An ice cream parlor in Scotland just started selling man- mayonnaise ice cream. Ugh. Oh, that's horrible. How dare you say that? How do you know? You've never tried it. Mm. 
I can do the math. It well, sounds I've, horrible. Well, I've tried mayonnaise. That's so gross. <laughs> There's nothing better than uh, like when you're really poor and broke and stuff. Like you know, I've had to put together a good mayonnaise chip bread sandwich before. It's the best. <laughs> Actually, like I've done that too. <laughs> mayonnaise and potato chips and bread is the best, like low budget poor man sandwich. Anyway, yeah, it costs like a nickel to make. Yeah, and it's got lots of fat in it. Well, your- what about mayonnaise ice cream, folks? Ugh. Surprisingly, about two thirds of people said that they'd be willing to try it. That's gross. Like and a that, stunt. That is shocking. Yeah. Shocking just- and disgusting. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> mayonnaise frozen. Uh. Do they uh, do they really dig mayonnaise in Scotland? Is that a thing there? I, I don't know. I don't know. You want me to Google it? We're not talking about Miracle <laughs> Whip, folks. Let me, let me Google this. Do they dig mayonnaise in Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> Things that no one Googles. <laughs> For the first time, Google doesn't have an answer. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Uh, now, I'm going to take you out of England. Hey, check out that bush. There's a guy in England who trimmed his hedges in the shape of a sexy lady recently. That takes a lot of skill. Yeah. You should see the photos, but now he's really upset because people will not stop having mommy and daddy laundry time in his bushes because it spread like on social media. Now everybody wants to go do things near the sexy lady bush. Oh, like a photo op, like a selfie with the bush? Right. And he has put up an alarm, just to let you know if you're listening in England, he's putting up an alarm to keep uh, keep people away from there. Well, I'm thankful it's just a photo op because I'm, I'd be really scared if it <laughs> it's wasn't. Like, this is my bush and you cannot be seen near my bush. Hey, you kids, get out of my sexy yard. <laughs> <laughs> This bush is for me only. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is The Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. In a world where basically all airlines are getting all sorts of negative press... I mean, constantly, and a lot of them well-deserved, by the way. But I want to give a shout-out to JetBlue today for the good stuff because uh, there is an upset student who begged JetBlue to refund the cost of an airfare after a bride-to-be asked her to relinquish her role as a bridesmaid and return her outfit. (gasps) Unfriended. For a newly appointed replacement bridesmaid to wear. Well, let's be honest, because... Can I talk about how I know about the story? Yeah, yeah. my wife sent me this good stuff story. Well, I mean, I didn't really classify it as a good stuff story. Well, but here's why I did, because did JetBlue refund her airfare? Yes, they did refund Boom. her airfare. Good stuff. That is good stuff. Good so, for you, JetBlue. Yeah, they, and they basically said, so whenever you guys bury the hatchet... We would love to be. Able, we would love to pay for a girls' weekend, but really, they just paid for. for they refunded her ticket. Um, but you know, it, it, give minus the good stuff. Well, the story was just crazy online because you know a lot of women were saying, "Look, the reason why she said she couldn't be a bridesmaid anymore was because of the." Um, they, she wasn't fulfilling the duty. She wasn't there, like, at rehearsals and all that kind of she stuff. She wasn't doing oh. her part. So she wasn't taking it seriously. And so the girl said, look, you know, you, you haven't been here for this. And I re- for you to be a bridesmaid or in the wedding party, I really need you to be here. And since you're not going to be able to be anymore, you know, as much as everyone else, I well, need to give it to She lives else. a plane flight away. So did she expect this girl to put her life on hold for know. a yeah. month to be part of this bridal party? Can they, party? like, FaceTime her into the reception? Yeah. Or what's nice going call, on? Drew. It's like, yeah, what is she expecting her to do? She is flying. There. Hey, 
I'm not saying I'm on her side. I'm just saying that's where Tell a lot us of now! <laughs> <laughs> but JetBlue did. They yes. were they were great and they refunded her ticket and everything is wonderful there. Get on you, JetBlue. I, and I guess that it's up to the airline. I mean, they could listen to the to, to the story. They decide whether or not they want to refund it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for them, it's probably just a hit of a button. Sure. Yeah. And they probably had a bunch of people stacked up waiting for that ticket also. <laughs> a bunch of standbys. Anyway, still, though, JetBlue, thank you for doing that. I think it was very nice, which is why you made the good stuff. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Now back to The Fit Show. He's funny. So I think he's a cool guy. Fits happens. Live, live, live. What's up, everybody? If you're listening and want my advice, follow me on Instagram. That'd be nice. And you can follow me on Instagram. Just go to Follow Fits. Go to Instagram, pull it up, search Follow Fits, and oh man, you're going to be... I honestly feel it. After following me on Instagram, there will be no need to ever follow anyone else on social media, watch another TV show, Netflix show, listen to another song. All you're going to need is my Instagram. That's Follow Fits. I don't know about that, but I will say you have... Some of the best Instagram stories out there. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. I'm not sure about all that other stuff, but you, t- you do have great stories. Well, thank you. And by Instagram stories, you mean the Instagram stories feature. Yes, the stories yes. feature. Yeah. Yes. Tanner works a long time on, the, on on all that digital stuff. Yeah, thank you, Drew. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're both to, welcome. Yeah. I was going to say, you're talking about the digital stuff or the wonderful... All of it. It's, it's entertaining. It's interactive. It's fun. Okay. Below. So I wanted to focus this uh, this particular segment on one thing and one thing only. That it's going to be a question, okay? And that question is going to be, can they do it when they're fifty? And here's what I mean by that. You know, we get told all the time. Well, I mean, there there's a lot of this young music, and you know, a lot of people always say, what's going on with the music? Well, I think the overall question is. Are they going to be able to perform certain songs when they are 50 years old on the stage? So, like, do these songs have lasting power? Is that what you're asking? Oh, great. Yes. We want to know if these songs have lasting power. Well, not only Can they do it when they're 50. Power, are they going to look ridiculous up there doing it when they're 50? Well, let's see. For example, Sam Hunt, Downtown's Dead. Can he, do, can he uh, play this when he's 50? Downtown's Dead Picture him, 50, 55 years old up there, skinny jeans. Can Gyrating. He, can he do it when he's 50? Also, body like a back road, too. Like, what is one that going to look like? One at a time here. Can he do this when he's 50? I don't think uh, so. It's hard because I love Sam Hunt. Retirement home is dead without you. <laughs> can he do it when he's 50? Mm-hmm. I don't say think no. so. No. I'm going to say no. Um, I'd say, I mean, yeah, I guess he could, yeah. Okay. Luke Bryan, light it up. Now this can he do it when he's? Can he play this when he's fifty? I get so neurotic about it, baby, cause I know you're reading your phone. <laughs> I can't help from going crazy, thinking you might not be all alone. It makes me think of this. I wake up, I check it, I shower and I check it, I feel the buzz in my truck. I feel the buzz in my truck. Can he? <laughs> Can he do it? 
Am I saying that okay, right? Can yes. he do it when he's 50? Well, this is the thing. This is what I think. I think that, to me, it kind of reminds me of 15 years, like if someone would have came out with a song about a pager. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and like 15 like years from now, it's going to sound ridiculous. We might have new technology, that, and that's like AOL Messenger, like a song about <laughs> that, like yeah. in the 90s. All right, so the songs we're focusing on, Sam Hunt, Downtown's Dead, and of course, Luke Bryan, Light It Up. Can they do that when they're 50? We'll be right back. Welcome to the show. Fitz Happens Live. The Fitz Show. Fitz rocks. You talk funny. Fitz Happens. Live. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all please welcome. Now back to the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. You want some action today? All the actions at followfits.com. I mean, that's where it's all at. Yep. <laughs> right now. Everything. Followfits.com. You can follow us on social media. What else is going on uh, on the website today, Tanner? Well, our podcast is up, which is always exciting. Yes. The PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Right when you go on followfits.com, it's right on that front page. Just click play. Is that all you have to uh, to do? Yep. Can I address something, Drew? Get off your 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 tablet again. <laughs> Trying to get. He is addicted. He record. is. He's got tablet fingers. You I'm know, it's recording it's, it's, the show. You can't do that when you're on the air. I mean, can you imagine if like the big boss was listening right now? He goes, "Is somebody really on their tablet while you're on the air?" That is big time bad business, Drew. You're just mad because I'm a multitasker and I can. You do wish you were a multitasker, but I tell you, you're not because you don't even know. Sometimes you take yourself out of the show. Because you're over there on 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 tablet I'm fingers. I'm guilty of it too. I'm You've guilty just of it too. Half of this talking session, right. anyway. But there's always one. Tanner is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. There's <laughs> always so, there's always somebody on the show who has to be on their tablet the entire time. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to support you. I was just going to say it's kind of like walking out on stage and being on your phone. How rude. Yeah. What if you went to go see Hamilton on Broadway, Drew? Yeah. And. Lin-Manuel Miranda was on his iPhone Whatever when he came is. out yeah, for the first that number. Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wilmer, right. yeah. Wil- Wilmer Valderrama is on his phone. <laughs> Probably be an improvement in his performance. <laughs> so do you see, I mean, nobody's trying to hate on you, but it is, I think, rude to you people in the studio and rude to people listening that, that you're over there on tablet being tablet fingers. Okay, well, I see how it is. Just get ready for three-word show sheets. I want to say I am the king of multitasking because I have you, a computer Tanner. in front of me at all yes, times. Yes, thank you, Tanner. And I'm playing sounds from this bad boy, but I don't have to type anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes you do. Hey, let's see yeah. over there tippity tap. Let's run over the show. By the way, while we've been on the air show. today, let's find out exactly what Drew's been writing down. Let's go over. What have we done today on the okay, show? Okay, so we opened the show today, and we, we talked about content anxiety for Netflix, uh-huh. uh, how Bethany wishes she had new deodorant. <laughs> I see, uh, we heard our I see Amazon in a different tab. I see mm-hmm. Amazon in a different tab. Hang on. We heard our warm-up song, Just Got Started Loving You by James Otto. Uh, then we talked a little more about deodorant and stuff like that. Oh, uh, great we then show went today. Into the What Are You Kidding Me stories. We heard some great stories there. We then, uh, Fitz gave us flirting tips for the ladies, telling the ladies how to get that guy's attention. That was a lot of fun. Right. Uh, we then, uh, we all chose our news. We had our Choose Your News segment. We talked about... <laughs> okay, so great. So you yeah. get the idea. So yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, You've been really doing that a lot during the show today. <laughs> it's a great show sheet. All I'm saying, what if what if people miss uh, miss Drew? I don't you think know? anyone it, really misses Drew. Oh I don't yes, think they that's do. A problem. It's of always really funny when Fitz turns his head to talk to either Bethany or and I, and Drew is like, "Oh, I get to type, Penny." Yeah. Like yeah. Crazy I, I try to do it when you're not looking because I know you get mad. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's uh, it's you know we're on the air. It's just 
you know. I'm going to get a little desk kinda... under the table so you can't see me doing it. <laughs> that looks like you're playing with your belt the entire time. <laughs> yeah. He does that too. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Say what's up to us. Uh, send us a message. Like if you're on Facebook right now, just go to facebook.com slash follow fits. And if you want a copy of today's show sheet, maybe Drew will email you one right now. <laughs> Fits happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Let me uh, prepare my headphones and put them in the appropriate position to continue broadcast. All right, they're on. I know they're on. I put them on my head. I know. <laughs> I was just painting the picture for everybody else. <laughs> Tanner was like, and he's putting on the headphones. The headphones are resting comfortably he's, uh, uh, on his ears. Adjusting the left. Approaching the microphone. Uh, controlling the levels. <laughs> All right, there's Drew. Tanner, the millennial, right over there. Bethany, the mouth from the south, is hanging out with us. And wherever you are right now, um, at home or at work, in your car, have you ever, ever, and I'm asking in a serious way, have you ever had an experience with the supernatural? Have you ever had an experience with a ghost? Because um, several people on this show have. And Tanner the Millennial, you said just the other night you you really did like have a, a paranormal experience. Straight up. And I don't believe in ghosts and all that yeah. stuff normally, but okay. I think I encountered You don't a believe ghost. In, st- in ghosts normally, only when you see a ghost. Well, now, yeah. now it's changed. Now it's changed. I've never had an encounter like that, but I was watching my mom's dog and cat because she's on vacation with her friends and stuff like that. So I was over there, and I just had this weird feeling every time I went into her bedroom. I don't know what it was. I just felt like something was with me, something Were you was alone? eerie. I was alone. Okay, I was Has anything ever happened in that bedroom? He well, know. here's where it gets weird. I, I didn't see anything, but I just felt like something was watching me, something was with me. Mm. And I went out to her living room, and I remembered that my cat's ashes are still in that house. Oh, they so, were in the bedroom. So your cat was watching him? I think my cat is haunting my mom's apartment. G- ghost cat! <laughs> but something just felt weird. It wasn't like a good spirit either. Oh, this thing oh, was oh, like ooh. straight up Jack. So Chester is an evil, dead cat zombie ghost. I think mm-hmm. so, He wants man. revenge for something. What did you do to him? Music. <laughs> it's like this beautiful <laughs> ghost. It's like your cat, Ch- yeah. <laughs> Your cat Chester has like, uh, what happens in The Walking Dead when they get bit? They turn into a zombie. zombie. He's zombie cat. What if this is like a pet cemetery situation? Because remember the movie Pet Cemetery and the book, it starts with a cat. Yeah, but the thing was, it was so weird because my mom has all these like, you know, kind of creepy pictures of like... Jesus in our room. Oh, really? That's no, creepy. No, really? Not, wow. No. I Ladies and gentlemen, like, the, the millennial skinny jeans nation. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is they're like these creepy, like hand drawn ones. Okay. And it's just like. She draws them? No. I don't uh, know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Chester, uh, the zombie dead Satan ghost cat, doesn't like those pictures of Jesus. And let's bring it to another thing. I've never been scared of ghosts and stuff like that. I'm not saying they don't exist. I've never been scared at all, even of like the demon side. Because you know why? I let somebody take my wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from 
God ain't so God, creepy, man. God ain't scared no ghosts. Maybe that's why his mom has all those Jesus pictures. To uh, scare the... To keep the ghosts away. Zombie cat? Yeah. Wow. Hang on. Zombie cat! <laughs> keep us updated on... Uh, on Chester, the zombie ghost cat. I will, but I have any more visits. brought this up to her. She's someone yeah. who's very superstitious, yeah. and so I feel like I need to tell her about it. I don't know if you even need to at all. Yeah. <laughs> She'll probably move. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. And Drew standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Well, get ready for this. A new study com- has come out that says the average person has about 15 perfect days a year. They don't really describe exactly what you know constitutes a perfect day because it probably varies from person to person. But think about what a perfect day means to you and then think about how many times that happens i would say a full belly relief in the love making department and maybe a good tv show and time with family equals the perfect day that's your perfect day i mean that's not bad that's a pretty good day well, why that's well yeah tanner what's yours yeah, tanner i'm sorry that i like being with my family and loving on my honey pants well mine is a day of complete isolation so Eight. he has 52 yeah. of those a year every weekend. <laughs> By the way, you guys, my buddy Tanner over there, he, we have, uh, or he does no human contact weekends. <laughs> and he loves it. Yeah. So there's a guy down in Key West who we call a perennial uh, candidate for mayor. This guy named Sloan Brahinsky, Bashinsky, something like that. He runs for mayor every time the election comes up. And he, he's not really likely to win, but... He's, uh, he says he runs because God tells him to run for mayor. Well, a couple of weeks ago, they were having a, a debate, a live debate on television. And Sloan said, hang on a second. And he pulled out his cell phone and he answered a call from God during the debate. And he said, yeah, what? Uh-huh. Put on, Hello, they, God. They put on speaker? It, no, he, oh. he talked right into the phone. <laughs> really, it was just fits with his echo. <laughs> so we got a one-sided conversation. And then uh, then he moved on talking about the city's plans to cut you know, some some projects for the needy and some funding. Uh, but he basically said that God was on his side and, and was directing him in his answer. What's the guy's name? His name is Sloan Bashinsky. Sloan! What's up? It's the Lord. Well, I'm so glad you called. I'm in the middle of a debate right now. Sloan! Yes. God wants you to quit running for mayor immediately. But you're, you, you're making such a butt out of yourself. <laughs> Come on, leave Key West and go to Colorado. <laughs> In Ohio, uh, one of the least popular guys around there right now is LeBron James for leaving. They, uh, the fans aren't really happy with him. Well, they're using that in the DMV. The Ohio DMV doesn't want you to flash a big pearly smile during your your license photograph, so they're encouraging people not to smile by showing them pictures of LeBron James. (laughs) So, you know, do you think he's the most loved person in Ohio and the most hated? Because this is him leaving them, I guess, twice, right? Yeah, last time when he left for Miami, they, like, burned his jerseys, and it was a big fan. But you know what? You've got to do what is best for your family. And um, this is a... uh, I just remember right after he left the first time, and he went down to Miami. I saw him walking on the beach, and it was, of course, like news that he got a tattoo down the side of his ribs that said loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line was when, when LeBron, uh, I guess when he went to Miami the first time, I love how he said, 
I'm going to take my talents to Miami. So I'm just going to let y'all know right now where if we, we decide to, you know what I mean, like build a station or ever move somewhere, I'm going to say I'm going to take my talents to blank. Just like yeah. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> please, please remind me to do that. I will. All right, go ahead. You got time for... No, I think we're done, Drew. Oh, all right, there you go. All right, there you go. That's the Wednesday reality check. <laughs> F-I-T with a Z. Come on. This is The Fit Show. This is my town, baby. It happens live. Straight out of country. And if it's not country, we're not going to talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Today... The straight out of country focus is going to be Martina McBride. She was just a judge on America's Got Talent, by the way. She's uh, she's got some new music coming out. She's also been really, really vocal about you know what's going on with uh, female country radio airplay. Yeah. Um. And I thought we'd focus on our favorite Martina McBride songs right now. Okay. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, is here. Bethany, your favorite Martina McBride song? Would you um, say? I would, First of all, you got to tell us what it's about. Um. Well. Well, mine I would say is Independence Day. It's about um, it's about you know just a woman that lives in a really oppressive home environment and how she that family yeah yeah breaks free and she's able to live her best life. She it's breaks the in- chains. Yeah, it's her Independence Let's Day. Let's see. Let freedom ring. I got my Volkswagen full of glass and my debit card, and I'm going. Bye, honey buns. I'm going to Walmart. All right, uh, let's go to a, uh, Tanner the Millennial, who, who's 21 years old, and I was really surprised to know that Tanner the Millennial actually does have a favorite Martina McBride yeah, song. This is I cool. love Martina McBride, and yeah. especially her song, My Valentine. Can you tell us what my... Oh. I, I want to know from you what you think... My Valentine is I love about this song, man. It, it's like a perfect love ballad, you know what I'm saying? And it's like yeah, a, I know what you're saying. It's, it's like a it's like a love letter in its uh-huh. truest form, and I just really love it. Here. Plus, it has your man Jim Brickman <gasps> on the keys on the piano. What's up, Jim Brickman? <laughs> Tanner loves some Jim Brickman. <laughs> you would still have my heart until the end of time. Oh, this is lovely, Tanner. I love it. I That piano. That's Jim Brickman, right? Jim there. Brickman on the keys, folks. Uh, and I know you know who's really excited about this today. Favorite Martina McBride song? Who? Buddy Drew over there. Drew? Oh. Well, now, why you been? What? I feel like you haven't even been participating. Do you have Are something you against closeted? Martina? No, nothing against her, but I don't have a favorite. Like, what? I don't pick favorite songs like that. You're trying to tell me you don't have a favorite Martina McBride song. No, what it's my least favorite question. What's your favorite song? I don't care. I don't I don't pick I don't huh. rank them in my head. Huh. You don't? Well, do, fine. Do you mind if I skip you then? Please. Martina hater? Good lord. No, not a hater, wow. just not a Who doesn't there. have a favorite Martina McBride song for me? <laughs> He's indifferent. Drew's like, Look, <laughs> I, am I don't indifferent. I don't you. hate her. I don't <laughs> love her. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with I'm going to love you through it. Uh, because to, it's 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 more than just a song. It's actually it's a it's a it's a mantra for anyone battling cancer, and every single one of us are affected by that horrible c word. We all know someone who's had cancer. You know, for me, my sister and my dad and my grandfather had cancer, and ugh. so uh, everybody who knows someone who has battled that or who's going through that right now, I'm gonna love you through it. When you're weak, I'll 
You're listening to the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And, you know, the service runs deep in many American families. The military can become a bridge that allows generations of family members to connect on a special level due to their shared experiences. And today we're saluting two United States Marines who are grandfather and grandson. And this salute was actually brought to me by the man between these two Marines. He is the son to one Marine and the father to another. And he is incredibly proud of both. The first Marine in the family is Vincent Rodden. He served proudly in the Marines during World War II, and I didn't get a lot of detail on him. I do know that he must have seen and done so much during his time in because there were almost no Marines in the World War II era who didn't see action. Sadly, Vincent Rodden passed away three years ago at the age of 90, and his son and his whole family will always remain proud of him. And the Marine Corps tradition lives on in the Rodden family today with Robin Rodden, who's serving right now. And Robin, sounds like a song, Robin Rodden, tweet, 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 Robin Rodden, tweet. Yeah. Anyway, Robin was just married in December of 2017 and uh, shipped out on deployment on the very next Valentine's Day, just two months later. Wow. Robin's father wanted uh, me to remind everyone about the sacrifices that his Marines made and that his son is making today. And I quote, I don't think people realize just how tough deployment can be on a relationship. So today we honor these two tough Marines, Robin and Vincent Rodden. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, please take a couple of seconds and go to followfits.com. Click on Troop Salute. Our Star Spangled Banner now by Dirks Bentley. Dirks Bentley! Oh, say can you see... By the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched we're so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave Oh, the land of the free 
the one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, my daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I am your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman standing by with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Or is it South Carolina? It's one of the Carolinas. That's right. (laughs) Forget about the details, folks. (laughs) Can you hear me now? A furious man named Charles Michael Hager, 74 years old. Just got arrested for ramming his car into a Verizon wireless store because his phone didn't work. (laughs) Hey, man, I've been there. When my phone doesn't work, I rage. Yes. Right. I think a lot of people do. But you know what? I think you also realize you cannot drive your vehicle through store windows. Right? Because your next phone will be that one at the prison that that gives the recorded message. Straight up right, Drew, because you know what? He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon and damaging property. Wow. Yeah. Is, are they putting that dude away for life? What's going on with this guy? Well, he's 74. That's not a very say, long that's sentence. not very long. I hope they have unlimited minutes in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just don't have any reception, though. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. What? What? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Good. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of London... It has your big snake. A terrified homeowner in West London woke up to find an enormous three-foot python sharing her bed after it escaped from a neighbor's home. This yeah. thing just slithered, slithered right over there. It's a bitty snakey. Crawled up the window. Imagine. Oh my God! This is my worst nightmare. Feeling something. Staring at you. Those things are big. So feeling something big and beefy right up against you and warm, and you're going, "I didn't go to sleep with something last night. What is that? My (laughs) husband's out of town." No, you're actually like, "I know that's not my husband." (laughs) (laughs) Did you also hear the story about some guy in uh, in South Florida who woke up with this? Huge uh, that was a, anaconda looking anaconda. at him. What is in the his, deal with these snakes yeah. in these homes? In his bedroom. So he said he felt like something was staring at him. He looks over and it's this massive anaconda head just sitting there looking at him. I'd burn like, the I house want you down. for breakfast. It was like over it. the rafters. It was like looking down. How do they get in? Like, I don't, they can't open a door. Doggy door? Ooh, I don't know. They good call. Yeah. That, that might be it. Attic? Those things can climb houses and trees and everything. Yeah, but they can't. I don't imagine they get through very small spaces. When oh, they big. can. Oh, they can get in anything, man. When they're big like that? Yeah. As long as they can fit. If it fits, it shifts. <laughs> man, I'm going to come out with a brand new snake show. I'm going to be the crocodile snake guy. Where you, you know like mean? mail snakes to people's homes? What can I call myself? Like, Jake the Snake Hunter. Mm. The Venom Hunter. The Venom. Oh, Venom Hunter. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, about. Actually, I hate snakes and I would never do such a thing like that. Ever. Because of... Situations like we're just talking about. You know, there's snake owners, the kind of people who keep them as pets. They say they're sweet, loving animals. I've actually heard that. They cuddle with them. They, oh. they, they do all the baby talk. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. Look at you. And then they choke him at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a neck pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. You got the... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Just be real. Welcome, Welcome to the Fit Welcome. Show. Your attention, please. Now back, back, back to the Fitz Show. Y'all ready? Fitz happens. Live. Go. Shout out to all the P1s. I mean, everybody who set 
This show is the number one button on their preset, and they never, ever, ever take it off. Thank you. That's what being a P1 is really all about. Yeah, and that's all it takes. Uh, it's like an exclusive cub with a very easy entry, and that is you lock this show in on that number one preset, yeah. and you're in. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Uh, is right over there. She's also my wife, and she's so cool because she gives up so much of her time to to not let this show just be a boys' club and stuff. So, first of all, thank you for that. But she's got something on her brain right now. She's got something on her brain, and it's been it's been simmering with her because she feels like now she's like being watched by the TSA. Well, it's kind of scary. Yeah. There's um, these federal air marshals have normal citizens under surveillance and they're recording their movements, even if they aren't suspected of a crime or on a watch list. So, so wait a second, we're, we're saying you're going, you go to an airport, right? And then you go through all the stuff. You're saying that we are still being watched at that point? It says the TSA launched this new domestic surveillance program in March. It's called Quiet Skies. It specifically targets passengers who are not under any kind of investigation. All U.S. citizens automatically screened for inclusion in the Quiet Skies program. So basically, I mean, there's things like, did you change your clothes while you were at the airport? Get the board, get to the boarding area late? Did you fall asleep during the flight? Were you on your phone? There could be an air marshal following you, recording uh, everything all of those you things, do. All of those things, except for changing your clothes at the airport, are totally normal. Right. Falling asleep by flight, using your phone, being late, all of them. <laughs> Are you but, but you're saying they would have access and they would know all that. It says, yeah, yeah, it says if you're on the TSA's new quiet skies list, then a federal air marshal knows the answer to all of those questions and more. I don't like that, I man. That's, that's That's an invasion got, of privacy. I've got the goosebumps. I'm well, just, yeah, but I also get the goosebumps. I mean, you know, every time you walk through the airport security and the scanners and stuff, you're, you're already getting a full physical, you know, going through that thing. I know, Oh, right? hey, better get, better get that thing checked out on your hip. Excuse I- me, what? I'm just going to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at what point do we say, okay, I'd rather be absolutely 100% safe in our skies or... Is this too much of an invasion of our privacy? It's a I'm great act- slippery slope argument. I'm actually all for this. As long as they can ensure that I'm going to be safe on my airplane, I don't care what the heck they go through. Yeah, because that makes you think of something else. I mean, if you have nothing to hide, you're doing nothing wrong. Yeah, but Should I mean, you say who cares or should you be like, no, this is not what America is all about? Because I just, I mean, I'm not doing anything wrong, but I mean, what if I have to... You know, I mean, everyone does stuff you don't want everyone watching you all yeah. the time. Right. Like, if you change your clothes in the airport, there's a reason. You spilled something. Right. You or wet you, yourself. Maybe you were I don't picking know. your nose. I mean, yeah. anything. It's just like, you know, why? I, mean, I just don't want people watching everything I do. What if you get a, a message from the TSA? They, like, text and they're like, yeah, you should put on the other shirt. That one's not uh, suiting the, it the, for the you. The pink top is much cuter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz Happens Live. It happens. Live. Live. F-I-T with a Z. The Fit Show. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? What day is it? Hump day! Hump day! (laughs) (laughs) Am I using my echo thing? I just love it. It's so fun. You know, you have a whole list of effects there you can use, but you you just use the echo. Oh. Yeah. You could make a robot Drew, voice. what are you doing? He's going to be oh, doing man. this for the rest of the day. I'm sorry. We should start playing. We'll experiment it with, uh, with it on the air. I think there's a robot voice on there. Hey, yeah. uh, I want to get to a, a quick Insta therapy, you guys, because there are some people who need our help right now. It says, hey, Fitz, I have a question for you guys. Uh, my husband and I have been together for 10 years, and we're friends eight years before we dated. 
We've been married for six years. And every once in a while, I'll check on my ex-boyfriend's Facebook page, you know, just to be nosy most of the time. My husband showed me his Facebook page last night, trying to show me a girl he went to high school with. And during that, I saw his history, and I saw that he had searched his ex-girlfriend in the search history. I truly believe that we're both happy with each other and think it's natural to be curious about your exes. My question is, what are you guys' thoughts on all this? Is this normal behavior, or is this a sign of trouble in your relationship? Hmm. Um, I think she really needs to know more about the nature of those searches. If he just was curious and wanted to see what she looks like now or what what she's up to, that's one thing. But if it's like repetitive or if there's contact, then it it passes over into too much. Yeah, there's right. definitely a chance he could check in on that ex's profile mm-hmm. and feel more secure and better about the relationship he currently like, is in. Like, dodge the bullet what? there. <laughs> Why? Because you're like, oh, look at the person that they're she with. Looks yeah. like, or she looks like crap. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, you know, I, mean, I will I, say that my uh, Bethany the Mouth from the South is probably the uh, greatest like Facebook stalker that I know and stuff. And yeah, I, I've never, you've never really searched any of your exes, and I've, I've never... Search mine. If we do, it's like almost like we kind of do it together sometimes. I have not searched any of my exes. I don't care. That's why they're exes. <laughs> yeah, she just searches mine. <laughs> well, that's because you have way more of them. Hey, hey. But yeah, there have been a lot of times where we've just kind of like together, right? Yeah. Hey, look what so-and-so's doing. My girlfriend and I have this debate all the time because sometimes I like to check in on one of my exes that has a new boyfriend like every Uh, three months. uh, You like to check in every three months? Oh, really? That's the repetitive part I was talking about. Tanner, is there anything you want to tell? No. Us? There's nothing. Who you you really love? I love my girlfriend, not my ex-girlfriend. Then why are you checking in with your ex-girlfriend every three months? Because I like to analyze the types of guys she keeps going Why? through. Why? I think it's hilarious. If you wouldn't do that unless you cared. I don't care. What if she was doing Bethany. the? What if your girlfriend was doing the exact same thing? What if she was looking at her ex-boyfriend every three months well, to compare? Th- and not only that, but this is what they say. They say that whole thing of indifference. If you didn't care, you wouldn't love them, you wouldn't <gasps> hate them. But... And that's where indifference comes in. Like, I don't care means indifference. But you're going back enough to... So, so just, there's something. There's something. Whether it be feelings of dislike mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted by you right like. now. You're disgusted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right, we'll be right back, you guys. Thanks for the Insta Therapy. Always at followfits.com. It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get to it. What have we learned today for Wednesday, August 8th, 2018? As always, wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. What have you learned from today's show? Um, it was just minutes ago that I learned that Tanner the Millennial basically Facebook stalks all of his ex-girlfriends <laughs> every few months. And that's, I mean, that's a little long. It was Suspicious. just one. It's just one. Does, does the lens know about this? Yes, they she fight does over now. it. Yeah. yeah, we fight over oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And she doesn't look up her exes because she, uh, she doesn't have any. Yeah, she doesn't have any. And you're like her point. one and only. Boy, you're, boy, her, her, you're true love. Yeah, you're a true love. And you're a you're, terrible person. Well, she's got to get her heart broken eventually. <laughs> what have you done? the man for the job. I didn't do anything. True. You are supposed to be a role model. <laughs> There's anybody listening who wants to date the lens. No. T- Tanner's girlfriend. <laughs> Text. She's way too hot for me already. Send the message to Drew. All right. See if we can 
Fuck it up. Hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? What a Tanner-heavy show, because I learned that Tanner thinks his mom's house is haunted. He was pet-sitting over there, and he says he felt a force in the house. A force? Yeah. That's bizarre. There's a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> like a kitty No, demon. here's what we found out. Not that a spirit of force. He has a, that Tanner's cat who just died, Chester, has basically came back as zombie cat. <laughs> zombie cat! <laughs> and it's just, I don't re- know. Wreaking I, havoc. I felt a presence and it wasn't yeah. a good one. Well, yeah. zombie cat makes people think that, you know, it's like gray and, and you know. Oh, it is now if it's zombified. Right. You can guarantee you his sweet little cat Chester cat. is a zombie right now. No. Yeah, Chester was cremated. Yeah, he was cremated. He's in a nice little wooden well, Maybe box. that's what he's mad about. <laughs> All right, and uh, Bethany over there, the mouth from the south. What have we learned today? Well, speaking of pets, apparently uh, Did I skip snakes. You? You skipped me. Sorry, oh! Tanner. <laughs> My God. I'm just... It's okay. All right, what have we learned today? Well, I learned. I was shocked and appalled that Drew doesn't have a favorite Martina McBride song. <gasps> oh, I remember that. Yep, I don't pick favorites, that's all. We did a segment today about, yeah, our favorite Martina McBride songs, and you weren't having it, which was just... What's that? You asked me my favorite color. What's your favorite color? I don't pick favorites like that. That's tomorrow's What am I, 10? All right, then. Sounds like you can use a little little Martina in your life. And Bethany, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, I learned that um, if if your neighbors have any snakes, you might want to know about it because they can't escape their enclosures and snuggle up in bed with you at night like happened in the What Are You Kidding Me stories in London. Slither, slither. She woke up with a three-foot python right next to her. Hey there. I'm a snake in your bed. Oh, my gosh. Snuggle up. Let's get warm. (laughs) Well, you know, those snakes are wanting to get find those cool places right now. Well, no, I mean, they're, yeah, they're cold-blooded. They want yeah. your heat. They want your yes. body heat. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway, and who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.